Coffee black first thing in the morning. Cup of tea, usually gets him going. Then he puts on his boots and cranks up at old 79. A weatherman says there's a storm morning. But he pulls down his hat and keeps his wheels on rolling. Chasing the dreams of a back forty kind of life. Cause his claim to fame is a last name on a dead end county roadside. He's got callous tans and a callous tar, and that suits him just fine. Making it day to day, working his life away, trying to find a little piece of mind. Tony Breeden. Brad. What's going about on? About time, man. man. Yeah, Dear mercy, time. are we yeah. over here? Just a little bit. Just a little bit over. Just a little bit overdue. Still got technical difficulties. We're working on it. That's all right. I like the toys though, man. We got new toys. Yeah, this is a uh, little little new game we're working with. New game. It's a huge with. game. It's a huge game. Y'all get to test. Y'all y'all get to see us test out things, man. It's gonna be pretty funny when we got people on. So there's tons of stuff to talk about. Right. I really want to talk about stuff today. Um, I want to go ahead and recognize the sponsors that are, have got us going again. First of all, this is the debut episode of. Oh yeah, bars and the beard. Right, right. We talked about bars and the beard twenty 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 four. Man, right. we running we running for office. That's right. It's going. It's fixing to go down. Yeah, for real. Nah, it's 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 we we going rogue is nuts. You've heard That's it, right. and and it's getting bit red. Oh, speaking of, I want to go ahead and mention uh, before we get into our sponsors. Okay, we're gonna wait on because I got to tell you something about that way. Way I, I want to kind of do. Okay, that. all right. So sponsors we have hospitality, heat and air. Lisa, I appreciate it. You, uh, y'all are really the reason that we're have doing this been right now. Uh, super supportive, and uh, I just think I can't I can't thank you enough. So um, we're gonna get her and her husband on here. Uh, talk about a little little HVAC, blue collar work, heat and air. Uh, Especially when we start going, when I start doing my little whole spiel about why I don't feel like college is what college needs to be. Right. Haven Miller State Farm, again, I appreciate you. Uh, you've been very supportive. Um, again, without you, your y'all's y'all's help, you know, we wouldn't be able to get this get this new uh, new thing going. So, um, dude, super excited, super excited. So, what do you want to go on and go ahead with? Oh, I want to give a shout out to Heath Sanders too. Uh, that that intro song, that's our intro song. Uh, buddy of mine gave me permission to use it. Check him out. He's got a new album coming out. He's getting ready to start touring. Um, dude, he's awesome. I just think he's uh, he's a he's an old blue collar fi- uh, oil field worker, and uh, is is making it big in the music. So, you know, I appreciate him uh, allowing us to to use that song. So what do you so what do you want to do? You want to well, go straight into it? Or we, you, well, we also got to recognize we're. At- SKH Studios. Oh, SKH, Spencer Colby Hudson. We Studios. are in Spencer Colby Hudson's bedroom. Right. This is where we're, we're kicking it. We're going to be here until we just outgrow it. And uh, really it's kind of cool to be for, in here. Grateful for Brooke. Yeah, you know, it was her absolutely. Idea. It was actually absolutely. her idea. It was huge, her idea. Huge of us to be doing this. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's kind of cool, man. It's kind of cool because he was... You know, he was really supportive of the podcast, too. He liked it. He always right. checked it out. He'd always give me feedback. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of, that's real cool. How are you doing? 
Man. Things have changed, man. Yeah, Life's different. Yeah, man. That is a serious understatement. Life is different. But, you know, I, and before we get into the other, I'll just tell you. I want to tell you a little story about how life's different and what can change. A couple of weeks ago, Brooke took her car up to Lexus in Charlotte to get it serviced. Then it somehow turned into my responsibility the next day to go pick it up. But there's a lot of things that don't start out as my responsibility that become my responsibility. So I go up there to pick it up, and, um, you know, you go to the service bay, and it's a big bay with offices on both sides. You have no idea what you're doing when you go pick up a car. You go to the first person you see. Right. So I go in the first office on the right. guy was standing in there, and I said, hey, I'd like to pick up my old lady's car. And so he's like, "Um, do you know who you dropped it off with? And I was like, yeah, this dealership. You know what I'm saying? We dropped it off here. <laughs> and now the only thing, then it kind of dawned on me. I remembered when, the, like a couple of days before, when she was making the appointment, I just, all of a sudden, I just had a recollection. And, and at first he said, well, what's the name? So he types a name, phone number. He says, okay. He's, he starts looking. He's walking around. He's going back and forth. And he said, do you know who you dropped it off with? So I called Brooke. I should have known how pointless that was to ask her who she <laughs> talked to two days ago. But then all of a sudden, I just said, does Josh sound right? He goes, oh, yeah, Josh. So he goes across the bay. He comes back, and he's like, now the dude's shook at this point. And I'm right. just like, "It's this has only been like, man, three to five, five minutes on the huge end, three on the closer end. Right, and right. I'm like, it's not a big deal. I'm not, you know, it's not near traffic. I'm not, I'm just standing there, and I'm not, and, and I guess – Maybe because of how I look, what I was wearing. But he comes back and he's like, I am so sorry. I found it. I'm so sorry I upset you. And I was like, well, first of all, (laughs) who said I was upset? And he said, well, yesterday, and I could tell something else. And he said, yesterday, we had an an older gentleman send his daughter up to pick up his car. We couldn't find it. And finally, she calls him. She puts him on the phone with me, and he cusses me out for several minutes. He says, well, then we discover he dropped it off at Lake Norman Lexus, not Independence Lexus. Right. So he's done cussed this man out for five <laughs> or ten minutes for his mistake. He sent his daughter to the wrong dealership. So, And I was sitting there talking to the guy. And by then, there's a few other guys in there. And and I was like, well, I said, man, I said, first of all, I said, you know, we lost our son about four weeks ago. And I said, to be honest with you, things that used to bother me don't bother me. Right. I said, and part of the problem with the world today is everything is a big deal. Everybody's right. emotional about everything. And the one guy turns around and goes, you're exactly right. I said, look, I said, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, man, before, yeah, this would have lit me up. I'd have been pissed. I said, but, you know. And anybody listening to this that knows you knows exactly what you're saying. Right. It would have lit you up. I yeah. Now, I wouldn't have cussed him out, but I would have right. been no, standing. It had been apparent that I was pissed that you can't. Because here's my thing. And I did tell him. I said, look. You know, to me, who's not, I'm not as smart as anybody here, but I, I, I do wonder how you can punch the information in a computer, find the car, find, and it doesn't say Josh, name in big letters. You know, and I said, my only recommendation would be, if you if you got my car and everything else is on computer, put on computer who we spoke to. Right. And he's like, you know what? That would make sense. And I said, it would probably prevent y'all from getting cussed out, too. I said, because, and I, but I told him, I said, man, I said, I, I can tell you, I'm not, I wasn't even spun up in the least. And it wasn't, this was not a, me just saying this now, and I was. You know, you and I, and we talked about it, we started talking on Sunday morning. 
when we lost Kobe and to be like Kobe in changing was immediate. Right. And I have tried to really look at things more from his perspective. You know, the same kid that would walk out of this house eight minutes prior to having to be at work in seven minute drive. Right. You know, and I've tried to see things more from his perspective and it has changed me. Right. You know, and to be like Kobe that we talk about, not just making that just a hashtag for post, but to make it to where you truly try to be more like him. Yeah. So, and that was just, you know, now we can get into it, but that was something to where I, it was my first time of being in a moment where I used to be, I wouldn't have been able to control it. I don't want off. Right. Now I wouldn't have gone to jail up in Charlotte, but I'd have been like, how do y'all not know who's got the freaking car? <laughs> right. You know, but right. I was just like, man, just, it's okay, dude. Yeah. I think, for, I think for me, it's not so much about, uh, I mean, I still look at the whole be like Colby thing, you know, but for me, the, the difference is especially like, I would say from that day over to now, because the things still change, is you know how you get in, like you have these superficial relationships or you have these relationships with friends and you work really, really hard, even if it doesn't suit you, you work really, really hard trying to fix it if something's right. wrong. I just I just decided I'm not doing it. You know what? It's, it's gotten so easy to cut shit off right. and be like, all right, I'm moving on. Like I'm not engaging a word I told that you. Used. I told you about my energy hole right. policy now. That's right. Like I'm not. I'm not engaging. I'm just done. A word I'm not I, angry. I'm not upset. Use, I'm done. A word I I'm use is inconsequential. Yes. If absolutely. you are, if you have become inconsequential to my family, what I need to make the day go round, mm -hmm. I'll get back to you when just I get back to you. Just my peace. If right. you're into, yeah, so you're not it's, disturbing it, my peace. Right. And it, and that's a big thing that I've kind of, you know, you and I, as much as we talked that week after, and you know, and it's amazing how. So a small word energy mm -hmm. and, and that's going to get into what we're talking about right because we're so emotion and energy has gotten to where it drives everything that we do right. everything and I think that that's what has us spun up like we are about everything mm -hmm. because it, it's you know it used to be you could have a true best friend that you could see absolute polar opposites on a topic mm -hmm. and you were absolutely still best friends. Yeah. You just would just be like, we'll either talk or cut up about it, but I just know he don't feel the same way. But you could, you would even still joke about it. Right. Now you can have somebody that's a best friend that you disagree with something so small mm -hmm. and you have, and we've, we've been conditioned to hate each other. Right. And it, because everything is about division, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and one of the things that, that this whole thing has shown that it's not, it, it's no longer about parties anymore. I've right, said right, it right. numerous times. Here's the way that I think I see it. And this is just an analogy that I have. Our country has become essentially an elementary school playground. Mm -hmm. And two really popular kids, left and the right, are in a constant battle to get as many kids to play with them as they can. Mm -hmm. And they, they use name calling, they use emotions, they, they pick on, they do this and this. And it is really to divide the playground. And, that, and that's just really how I've come right. to look at things, you know, because you can't even, you know, you can't even disagree with something without somebody saying you're a wacko. Mm -hmm. It can't be just like, ah, well, I feel this way about it. Right. Because, you know, you, and, and one of the, the things that you want to get into is a vaccine. Oh, dude, I, I, I can't, this is, I think it's a sensitive topic, maybe not so much with the people that listen to us in general, but I, it's a sensitive topic because, I mean, you're talking about your body, you're talking about health. You don't want to come across as like, I don't care about whether I get anybody up sick or not. So from my standpoint is, 
like take yesterday for instance. I've kind of been. I haven't been vaccinated. I don't. I don't really care to. Um, and it's not from a point of like they're they're going to assign your motive and be like, well, he just don't care about nobody else. No, that's not it. It's just I also care about my individual freedom and right to choose what I want to do. Now, you'll have people saying, well, your individual right to choose what you want to do does not supersede everybody else's right to be healthy, right? Well, then I'm against abortion. I don't want to hear no more of my body, my choice then. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear – you can't use it for one thing and, and, and all of a sudden be upset about the other. I'm not, I'm not going to – to down or come come hard down on any mother that chooses to not vaccine their kids before they go to school, whatever. Or get them vaccinated. It's whatever. Like, but don't, if it's it's my choice to do it. Yesterday, for instance, two of the major hospitals in North Carolina. Saw it. Novant and Atrium. They both made it mandatory for their employees to get the vaccine. Now, I also think it's kind of odd or, or kind of coincidental that they did it the same day at the same time. Right. Because you can't have, you know, Atrium come out and say, we're requiring, because then what's Atrium's nurses going to do? They'll go to Novant. They're going to Novant. So it's collusion. It's almost it's a form It's absolutely of collusion. They did it at the same time. So now they're looking at it like we're going to keep our people, you know, and we protect ourselves from losing people. We protect ourselves from losing people. We keep that retention because it's going to cost money to hire new people. If you live in North Carolina, it's not like this is Riverview Medical or mm-hmm. Bob and Smith's medical store where you can just go get another job. Right. If you, Unless you want to drag up and move, then what are you going to do? And look, some people can't just get up and quit. I get it, especially now because of the collusion or whatever. But they can't just get up and quit, and I get it. If that, if, 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 if you decide that, that look, in order for me to keep my job, I got to get the vaccine. Then, then do that. I have not. My employer has not forced me, you know, yet to have to get that done. I'm thankful for that. I'm not saying I'll never get it. Right now, I just don't feel like I want to get it. You have people like we know somebody right now that supposedly, well, she did actually get the the vaccine. And now she's she's quarantined. Positive. She's quarantined tested right now positive. because she tested positive. I can't. You have women. Think about it like this. You have women that or parents i guess you would say that are really not sure whether or not they want to get their daughters vaccinated for that hpv right they just don't know enough about it they're curious about it they're not guilted into it they're no not they're not guilted to, into well, what it. i'm saying is we haven't done anything to force them is it a good do decision it. i don't know you don't know the research on it and that's why a lot of mothers don't want to do that with their daughters and get them vaccinated for all that and even if but it's, now even you if want was, me even if it was found to be sound yeah, it's but still her choice. It's still her. Cho- but now you want me to be. I mean, this thing's new. It's just new, and I can't. Number one, I'm not going to trust anything that. It's well, not even the Biden administration. No, I'm just not it, really trusting anything that the government's going to push well, down my throat. Here, the other, and this is the thing, and, it, and it's. And it's sad that you got to qualify things, but I do want to qualify that I acknowledge that there have been a lot of people impacted by this mm-hmm. virus. Absolutely. I will never minimize Absolutely. what people have gone through and suffered. I will say that first of all. Mm-hmm. I've never looked at this and scoffed at it like I don't care about this person or that person. My problem with it is because it's been politicized and weaponized, we have lost track of who really got sick and died because of this or other things. Because for the whole two years leading up to the year leading up to the election, they had to damage one president as much as they could with it. 
Right. And then since then, it's been trying to approve the next president so much with what they're doing. Right. So I don't, to me, I've never looked at things like, I don't care. I just look at it like it doesn't matter the people that got sick. When you consider the fraction of people that that is according to who got it, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't look at this the same. Cancer is taking more people, but we don't, we're expected to believe that, that one of the biggest medical industries in the world is cancer, and we ain't found nothing about that yet. Right. But yet they've been able to fix this in less than a year. Right. You know, and to me, it, it, everything to me comes down to I should get to choose what I see as serious to me. That's right. it. And, if, right. and, it, and even if this thing turned out to be a truly deadly standalone virus where there was a chance that I could die without this vaccine and it was 100% true, then it's still my choice. Right. And, you know, and, and when you also got it, and, you know, you see all these things that come out, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, you can take either one of them. But when you create something and you absolve them from any liability of it is a concern to me. And then you have Johnson & Johnson who they, they're, they're getting people sick from baby powder and sunscreen. You know, so it's it, – and, and you're talking about a forced vaccine that was put out purely rushed for political reasons. And, and they sides. say they're doing it to save people. We want to save people. Right. We want to save people's lives. But you're still going to overcharge people for insulin. You're still going to – you know what Epi-pens I mean? I can't – I things. can't – I cannot – I can't – I can't comprehend it. This is this is what – look, this is what I'll say to, to – hey, Atrium, Novant. That's just – I'm sorry, man. But, you know, and I'm you sorry. also, to me, we are really on a slippery slope of what – you know, and I also, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, but I see things and I look at bigger. I, I'm <laughs> no, not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's no, old I just conversations. See I'm sorry. It, is. it yes. just, but it's, I'm not talking about from a, like a, a conspiracy, but you look at things and you look at past things that have been done and where we are. And you look at the last probably five to 10 years, Second Amendment and gun rights has been one of the most divisive things in the world. Well, so... You lay the groundwork mm-hmm. because if you can start to establish mandatories on vaccines and tests, it's it's an easy transition to guns. Right to mandate to mandate that you register that you only own a certain amount. And I I am I do believe that the government has proven to be invasive enough that if they can't get this thing right, that I also believe that there are up, some of them up there that are smart enough to know. The way to get everything is to start with little things. And when you start making small little things like a vaccine mandatory with no true testing, no long-term anything results in science on it, then what else can you – and I I really believe that we are on that real verge and precipice of a point of no return of freedoms in this country. Well, the key word right there you said invasive, which which made me immediately think of – you already know the government knows that, that the people are not really trusting the government right now, right? I mean, you look at just the swing just in the election, just from, from then to now. You have Kamala Harris. She's already underwater in her polling. Her unfavorable votes are higher than her favorable votes. So she's already underwater at this point. When you have Biden have a, have a higher favorable uh, polling number than her, like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you already know. So they know that the people don't trust them. So now what are they doing? Now they're asking for the UN to come in 
and, and I, investigate the government. I do believe that one of the things that you have seen for years prior to Trump or anything is it, it's amazing the timing of things that happen to shift your focus. You know, because to me, whether you're a, a, a Republican, Democrat, Trump, Biden, I don't care. But in our country, everybody, there was a time where we felt election integrity is incre- it's, it's, it's incredibly important. Right. I don't care who you're voting for. You want it to be fair. Because if not, there's no sense in me going. There's no sense in me waiting in lines. There's no sense in me learning about candidates. Nothing. Right. Now, I've also said for a long time it's stupid to go in there and just hit straight Republican or straight Democrat. I That's, agree. That has us in the I mess agree. that I we're in never do that. right now. It has us in the mess we're right. in right now. Because there are as many crooked, scumbag Republicans as there are Democrats. Mm-hmm. Possibly more. I'll be the first to say yeah. it. It's no longer about that. But what it has been exposed in the last five years is how they don't care about us, either side. All of this just proves that it is all about them. It is about their wealth. It's their power. It's their control. And any of it starting to slip away, they're going to do And this is just another power grab, in my opinion. And, and you're seeing and when they first started talking about this vaccine, they can't make you. Now you're starting to see how they can. Right. Well, you know what? You can't have a job. Right. Eventually they'll say, can't renew your driver's license without right. it. Uh, it, it you're just, because and you know why? Because we continue to allow it. Mm-hmm. Every Novant and Atrium person up there should have walked out, even mm-hmm. if they got the vaccine, mm-hmm. because it's not about that anymore. Because if they can tell you that, then they can say, you know what? You can't smoke. Well, look at the NFL. The NFL is requiring their players. Well, what so they yesterday said you is, had yesterday you had Nuke Hopkins, right? I know you don't follow him because he's a Clemson cat. I do like him, but but he said, look, I might have to reevaluate my future in the NFL. Now he took it down. He took the tweet down. But it's already there. And, they, and a lot That's of these right. guys know that a way that they can get a message out and still have, like, damage control is tweet it, put it out it. and then delete it right. because they know it's there. But see, now, what they didn't mandate it. But here's how, what the NFL did because they're not stupid enough to mandate it. But what they said is if you have multiple outbreak on a team and you have unvaccinated people, it's a forfeit. I just Not you, only is it a forfeit – that nobody on the team gets a game check. Right. So, and that's, and at first I thought, I couldn't understand what he meant by hurting my team. Cause I was like, is he talking about not being back? But see, once again, now you have an employer using incredibly strong arm tactics when you don't even know they got it to cause division, to cause division. Because now it is no longer about just how you, now it is a hundred. Now you're not talking about a decision with several gray areas. It's either you don't, you do or you don't. Yeah. So, and, and that's how division works. Because you look at it. Let's say I put it, at, you know, metaphorically speaking, into into my. I'm not gonna say the name, but my my employer. If they did that here, to where we don't have everybody in my, you know, my office, my my uh, my department, you should say. And they say, look, we need all of y'all vaccinated. It's not mandatory, but we need you vaccinated. If you if some of you don't get vaccinated, and we have an outbreak. Nobody here gets paid. Now you're telling me that that core of employees in that division is not going to start pointing fingers at one another and then it's going to you're going to have that division and now, they're going to post because that's the one thing we have at work that nobody can ever touch is our core group uh, in our division in our sector we are tight and your seniority and matters for, yeah and we fight for each other right but that you know what that's a way that's a way to start taking away now you don't get the route you choose by mm-hmm. seniority because they'll say you know what we're going to have to base it on vaccines mm-hmm. and People are like, nah, nah, you're already seeing it. Yep. And and so that is, and, and, and at what point, whether it be a, 
vaccine, well, I don't care what it is. If the, if the majority of this country does not quit rolling over and allowing this stuff to happen, then don't be surprised when we've turned it all over. Right. I, right. I'm a firm believer that I used to think it would probably be, you know, Austin's generation or their kids' generation would fight on this soil. I do believe that now there's a better than 50-50 chance it'll take place while we're still alive. Right. I pray to God it is while our genera- my generation is still healthy enough to help. Right. Because the next generation will get run over in a day. <laughs> yeah, that's I, true. I'm not kidding. No, I agree you know, with I'm that. I'm not kidding I agree because, with that. you know, signs and blue hair ain't protecting this country. <laughs> right. I can tell you that right. much right now. Right. So it, I mean, how's these kids going to go out and, and, and fight a war when they're hitting trees because their trucks are squatted? Right. They don't even know where they're going. So it, 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 they run and eat each other before right. they even get to the, to you're the looking battlefield. Up out, you're looking at the sky and can't even see nobody in front of you. You better have a rocket launcher right. for uh, anti-aircraft. Uh. So, you know, <laughs> the whole thing about That's me funny. is I don't even look at it like the vaccine anymore. I just look at it like it's a liberty that has been stripped away. Right. And I also am smart enough to see that this government, I think the entire epi- pandemic and everything was a test run to see how much they can control us. And when you don't have states and, and, and everybody, and I'm, I'm telling you, people need to start waking up and realizing how important local elections are. Oh, God. Because this, I this, think yeah. that that is. I've been saying it, and I'll say it forever. Because this next term here, you better stop and think about what you want in this city, in mm-hmm. this county. And and quit just saying, I'm just going to, I just, I need a Republican. Or I need a, no, you better start listening to what people say. And then you mm-hmm. also, one of the things that, that we do a terrible job of is tracking how people vote. Mm-hmm. We like somebody and we, we identify with them because of, we know them, whatever the case is. We put them in city council, town councils, county councils, school boards. Mayor. Mayor. I mean, anything. But then we don't go back and track how they vote. Yeah, once they get in the office. So we're just like, them accountable. We're just of. like, and we'll see them and be like, you're doing a great job. And you done voted against everything that you stand for. And then we'll put them right back in there. That's our fault. And until we stop doing that on every level, then it, it won't matter. And now, if we don't get this election integrity squared away, we'll never believe any election. Yeah. You know. And I don't care who would have won. If 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 there was any improprieties on either side, we should do it. You know. And what's funny is, people are thinking we already recounted. We recounted. Well, there's a difference in an audit and a recount. Mm-hmm. If I got eight hundred dollars and I recount it. I got eight hundred dollars. Right. If if two hundred and twenty seven of it are counterfeit bills, it don't matter how many times I recount it. It's eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars. But until I go back and audit the money and look at it and realize, crap, I don't have eight hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. down two twenty seven because that's how much is counterfeit. So I don't see how anybody isn't saying, let's make sure we got it right, because in two years it won't matter what happens. Nobody will have faith in it. And the only thing I'm sick of is. I'm sick of everything that we have categorizing us into one side or the other mm-hmm. that we have to pick to hate yep. or agree with. You know, that is the one thing that, that bothers me that we've lost, and it's on every category, vaccine, race, any, no matter what you talk about. You can't just say, I, I ca- what? You, I, bah, 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 that's yeah. it, block, delete, did, and, and go off on and talk about them. And, it, and it's we've lost the ability to just discuss, conversate, disagree. You know, there's things that you and I don't holistically agree on. At our right. base, we're pretty similar. 
But there's some things that we disagree about. It in no way affects our relationship. Yeah, it can, I, 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 I can reference uh, listening to uh, Jordan Peterson, who I, I, I like to listen to him a lot, man. He's, he's kind of a you know, deep thinker. But, you know, he, he fought the whole pronoun, pronoun uh, uh, bill that was coming in, in Canada. The one thing he said that I thought was pretty, pretty freaking smart, you know, because they were saying that he was, you know, against transgenders, blah, 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 because he would not – they said that he would not call the person by the pronoun they chose. Look, I don't care about your pronoun. I don't, I don't care. The problem was when they made it into law. Like, it's never in, in the history of the world ever been a law about a word or something that you can say, even the N-word. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can get in trouble for saying that. You can get in trouble for saying all kinds of stuff. But as far as a law, his whole point was, look, if I have a student and they are respectful, they show me respect, I show them respect back, and they say, look, I would really appreciate it if you would call me by such and such and such. Cool. I'll do it because I'm a, I'm a nice human being. I will show you respect and I'll do it. But when somebody comes in my classroom and says, if you don't do it, now you're breaking the law, he said, I have a problem. When the law forces you to do what probably, you know what I mean? Like now this student can come in and be a complete dick. You know what I'm saying? And just an asshole. And I still have to do it. And it's also. If somebody comes to me and says, look, Brad, I wish you would. Hell yeah, dude. I don't care. Girl, boy, I don't care. I'm going to do it. But when the law requires me to do it, that's a problem to me. When it goes against what you know is natural in your feelings about it. You know, if that's what you want to do, do it. If that's what you want to turn into, do it. But, but even I, if it's my feelings, whether I agree or disagree, as a human being, if you're respectful to me and yeah. I don't see you doing no harm, I'll call you whatever you want. Right. And but it ain't going to be somebody coming in here saying, well, you better because if you don't, you're going to jail. And I'm not I should doing not, it. And I should not be forced to accept your lifestyle. If I disagree with you, I shouldn't mistreat you. No, you shouldn't be not afforded the no. same liberties I have. Right. But I should not be held accountable for disagreeing with you. You know, there, there's, you know, some of the whole, some of that stuff, and it's obvious that you could go back and forth about whether it's been hijacked by this group, that group, or whatever the case is. There's no sense in going into it because you can still have your opinion about it. But my issue with, just like that, now you're going to say that not only. In what I'm doing, acceptable to me, it better by God be acceptable to you, or you're yeah. getting punished. Right, and that, you know, and that's 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 why I think that is so concerning about this vaccine, because it is a huge test run to see what they can mandate. Right, and I and the people and that don't are, think people think you know, like I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, and there's a lot of people that can listen to what you're saying and think, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. But if you look at the history of the world, all the way back to the gulags in Russia, in the Soviet Union. It's this stuff has happened. It's we've, happened. We've seen it. And we've one seen of the it before. one of the reasons that our country prospered is because we fought against it. Right. We fought in other countries where we had no business being because we knew what this was doing to the people. Right. Now, I don't believe in going and fighting for oil. Nope. I don't believe in going and fighting for stupid resources. Right. But I'm telling you right now, I will go fight in any country for Cuba to to I will go fight for people. And that is what we did. Now, that started changing with the establishment, the deep state, and money. We're starting to see that now. You're already starting to see us slipping back into wars mm -hmm. because of the people that financially benefit from it. Right. That's what bothers military people. You right. know, we're the first ones that will say, man, if we're going to liberate somebody or to, to protect innocent people, 
by God signed me up. Right. But if I'm going to fight to make you rich and, and, and our kids, because their kids are never going. Right. Mine and your kids and me go. Right. So and no, no soldier, Marine, anybody has an issue doing it for righteous reasons. But right. now people have been awakened. If we can get out of these wars for four years, why are we back in them? Right. It's obvious reasons because of contracts, oil, resources, uh, wealth, and you know, and it's that's the problem. Politicians and generals are the ones that want to go to war, right? Because they both get rich. Right. They get rich. Politicians get rich during the war. Generals and staff people get rich after because they're appointed to boards, they're appointed right. to executive things, and 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 they speaking, and that's where they earn their money. It's a war industry, right? right. So and. But I also see that the things that we fought about, we are allowing here, right. you know, and we are one step away from being some of these countries where it's absolute devastation and socialism. And when and it's different when you can see it. But w- and what's disheartening about it is when the media is complicit in it simply because they don't like a person or they don't like a group or they don't like this or that. And they are we have lost objective journalism. Now, I'm also somebody that says, I don't like when we say all. Right. It ain't no different than saying all cops are bad or all this and that. It's not. There's some really good journalists out there. But as a whole, the media industry has gone to protect one side. Right. And it is destroying the country. Right. And I just, I don't like hating each other because somebody else tells me to. Yeah, I look at, I look at everything going on, especially like if we want to talk about socialism, we talk about everything going on in Cuba. You know, the Cubans are fighting for their independence against, you know, socialism. But what I really think has happened is they just don't understand it. I think I think that we need somebody like Bernie to go down there and explain to them why they're not understanding. <laughs> right. Well, I socialism. think that once you, I think he'll clear it up. Right. For sure. Once, for sure. Once, once you have gone to where, if you want bread, you buy bread, or if you want this, you buy it, or if I want something, I work for it, or as this is what you got to eat. So I think that's oh. Dixie trying to come in. <laughs> the here. dog. But, you know, like I said, I think that you got a whole generation of people from ideologies that they're told by people with blue checks by their name that this is great. They don't understand that because they don't work. They don't right. pay bills. They don't. They don't see what it's like to go without. You know, and and now we're right. we're coming up on possibly a second or third generation of people in this country that have been governmentally dependent. Right. That's crippleness, you know, because if you've never even seen your, your dad, your grandma work, why would you? What, right. What's your, you know, for years, even if you had had people that were dependent upon it, you had that one aunt, uncle, grandparent that was a hard worker mm-hmm. that you were like, all right, I, I aspire to that. Because the majority of the time, unless you were in an industry that depended on the weather, like farming or whatever, the majority of the time you work your ass off, you're going to have something. Right. You might not have what somebody else does. Yeah, but you but you're not dependent. But you also, I'm somebody that don't want what somebody else right. has. I don't need, right? Mon- I don't need what other people have. I don't care. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not very materialistic. Never really have been. But and, you know, and, and well, you couldn't be. But I, I mean, I chose a job <laughs> where that, I had to learn pretty quick that that wasn't going to happen. You know, I mean, I. I, you know, I, brand, from I got, the, brand from the top rope. Right. Once I got my first check, I was like, you might want to get used to not having nothing. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, and it, but that's, but we, and we, once again, we have created a society that I have to have what they have. Right. And you have to give it to me. It's not fair that you have that truck and I don't. It's not fair that you live there and I don't. Well, hold on now. I work my tail off. Well, I, that shouldn't matter. I should get it because you have it. 
that's the, that's the main talk now. That's right. you know the biggest thing is you know and and is equality of outcome or equality of opportunity. Right. And, and to me, that's a big difference. Right. I am all for equality of opportunity. Everybody, Everybody should, should have, have the same chance, the equal equal chance, but but not outcome. But because of what choices that my, sounds like a, a government union. But because of what my parents did, I shouldn't either benefit or or gain from it because of, of who they were or what position they put themselves in. I ultimately, Ben Carson's a prime example. You can right. rise above anything if you choose to. Right. Now, sometimes your parents put you in a position where you can't rise above it. I get that, and that sucks. But that's their fault, not my fault. And I'm also for helping out people less fortunate uh, as long as they percent. use and to their benefit what you're giving them and not just taking it and as like... And there's a limit to it. Right. My mom was a single mom. Right. Raised three kids, working seven days a week, and never took a single dime. Right. Worked her tail off. I would have no, I have no problem with a portion of what I have going to somebody to help them get on their feet. No problem. Mm-hmm. There needs to be an end to it, and there needs to be an understanding that it's not a lifestyle; it's a health. Right. You know, it's a health up, not a, it's a hand up, not a hand down. Right. And that's the problem, I think. Is it? But once again, no matter what you talk about. If you disagree with somebody, it is immediate hate. Are people just lazy, man. Well, they are. They just lazy people. Hey, lazy people. Oh. Like I said, we're still learning. Oh, you know what? We're still learning. (laughs) I got it though. (laughs) I just don't. I don't have no no patience for lazy people, man. If y'all have any idea how excited this dude has been about this equipment, Lou, this thing is legit. Like I can do anything, and I will. And the same thing at work, I will learn how to turn it on, push the start and the stop. I am not. I will not be responsible for That's them. a lie, because you already told me as soon as you get Rudy in that chair, no, well, every chance you get, oh, no, you're I'm hitting hit, that, that button, button right one there. button. One button. But I'm not <laughs> I'm not program I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the result of a phone call saying, What did you do? I'm gonna say, Brad, I put the card in, I put the cord. That's it. Dude, like touch screen, this thing is is legit. Right. So, but we have that's the cool thing. That's why I'm excited about uh what we got going forward, I was ready to get this first episode because we're going to be taking phone calls from pretty important people, uh, talking to pretty important people. Um, yeah, it's it's just the capabilities we have to where we'll be able to touch base with people that we normally weren't able to touch base with because schedule is just what it is. Or or far away. Now we can talk to somebody. Yeah, we can talk to somebody. Phoenix, talk to Mark on the phone. Right. And it's live on the phone. Not, yeah. You know, so that and plus, and it's good. What I like, and I'm he's going to be a good one too. Right. And I'm encouraged about. The broad range of topics. We're gonna have right. funny. We're gonna have serious. We're right. gonna have sad. We're gonna. It'll be everything. Yep. And that's yeah, we the got thing. some characters coming. Right. <laughs> I've right. already we touched base with a lot, and they're there's, dude. There's, they're chomping at the bits to come on here and jump. There's on. characters in here now. You are a character, right? For sure. Right. <laughs> so I wasn't just referring to me. <laughs> but now I will tell you that it is what Brad was gonna. Lose I'm really to trying you. to be filtered a little bit more this time, but I just can't help it. Like some yeah. some people just do dumb shit, right. and right. I can't. Like and, I can't. And you need to call them on. I have to. But we we will have an announcement soon, and it and it, it will correlate with a special girl. And I, I just wanted to wait and do it to, when it's ready. Right, because it, because I also want it to to have more of an effect. And when people see, they'll know what we're talking so about. So are we going to talk about it at all? Or just leave it the way it is? No, I would mention her so we can lay the groundwork because we need to get people thinking about her and her family and right. praying for and lifting her up. So you can tell, go ahead and tell what so, happened. All right, so y'all, if you know me, you know how I feel about my daughters. Um, 
very supportive of my daughters, very supportive of, you know, what Emily does now as far as travel softball. Uh, we were in a tournament in Hickory last weekend. Uh, and let me explain this to you, too. I'm not knocking anything, any sports as far as, like, cheerleading. or I swear to God I'm not. But I've always come from a, a standpoint of wanting to – wanting my daughters to do something to where people cheer for them. That's it. That's I mean, that's not – I just I didn't want them cheering for other people's uh, uh, stuff. I wanted, I just wanted them to be a star if if it's there in in their respective sport. So we're in Hickory last weekend at the tournament, uh, playing up in a, a level, and I think it was probably after the the pool games we got into bracket games, and the, the talk started going around about a little girl that had collapsed on a field, I believe somewhere in Hickory also, but at a different field. A little 14-year-old girl, and we were like, man, she got hit with a ball or something. We don't know. Sometimes that happens, and it's unfortunate. Well, so everybody starts looking in it, and we're looking into it, and um, come to find out the little girl just collapsed, uh, not from heat or anything from what they could tell. Uh, and then the messages started coming, her mom, Kathy. And I, if, I, if I do this wrong, you know, I apologize, but I, I believe her last name is Seckler, S-E-C-H-L-E-R. So the little girl's name is Cassidy Seckler. 14 years old, real outgoing, loves softball, but she collapsed. So she ended up going to, I think, an area a hospital in Hickory, and then she got uh, airlifted to a hospital in Salisbury. Um, she was pretty much comatose on a, on, a, on a breathing tube for probably the past week. Um, they weren't really sure. It was kind of touch and go. But I think that it's very important, especially when you, especially when you have kids, you know, you start thinking about the medical bills and the support. Now, I think she's taking a turn for the better. You know, she's she's out. Um, I've tried to reach out to her mom and dad. Uh, I've sent, you know, my, you know, well wishes from the, the, the travel softball organization that me and my daughter are with. But I just, I don't know, it's something about uh, kids when you're a parent. You just you just don't want no hardship on the parents. You want the parents just to, to, to have – the peace of mind knowing they don't have to worry about everything that comes after. They just can focus on, you know, trying to get their, their daughter, you know, or the way I refer to, to mine, my baby girls. They want to get their baby girl better and not have to worry about it. So, you know, keep her in your thoughts and prayers. You can go on Facebook and look up um, Prayers for Cassidy. Um, I think they have her little um, logo, softball 17 number on a, on a NASCAR uh, coming up this week, but you know, we just want to think about her mom and dad and think about her, and hopefully, she gets a little better. But I think we got some stuff that we want to try to get done for her, and we'll talk about that later. Right, and we we everybody go in if you can help them, help them. But we've got something that we've got planned that we're going to do, and everything from the proceeds of that'll go to her family. Yep, every and single dime. And that's and when we get that ready and get something to show, that's when we're going to make that announcement. That was what I said that we've got something coming up. So, but if you can, just go to that Prayers for Cassidy. Isn't it C-A-S-S-I-D-Y? It's K-A-S-S-I-D-Y. K-A-S-S-I-D-Y. S-E-C-H-L-E-R. Right. And her mom's on there is Kathy. Right. And they've got a Facebook page. So go in there and just reach out to the family. Lift them up. Pray for them. And, but like I said, we're going to put something together, and we hope some people can get behind it and help them. Because every bit of it will go to them. But really excited, Brad. Grateful for today. Looking forward to the rest of this. Dude, we're fixing to 
hit the ground running, yeah. son. Yeah, Rogue is nuts. That's right. Rogue. All but we also way. just need everybody to realize that that is a patent pending on Rogue is nuts. So I'd like to limit everybody's ability <laughs> and thinking they can just use that. So if you'll reach out to me, message me. I will allow you to use it on a limited basis. Now we got to get the campaign signs, uh, right. bars right. in the beard, right. 2024. That's right. So, but that's going to happen soon. So. I just want to really thank everybody and especially our sponsors. I appreciate everybody being patient too. Yeah, and a lot of people been asking and, and this, but you know, like Brad said in the very beginning, life has changed. Yeah. Things that things that used to matter aren't the same priority as they are now. So, but I think that now that we've done this, we're looking forward to really getting it going and hitting it, and hopefully, and I, I'm pretty sure my schedule is about to change and about to free up some time on my end. Which will help. So well, you know I'm off every Friday, so right. I mean, come well, on. My, a lot about me is getting ready to change pretty soon. So, but, <laughs> but thank everybody so much. You going camping? <laughs> that ain't what I meant. But anyway, but we are going camping. Yes, I'm saying you going camping today. What you got well, planned? I'm on vacation all week long, man. So when uh, you get well, back, let's go. You know, yeah, we'll go. We just. I got it. Let me tell you how, real quick. Let me tell you how messed up this happens. So I'm look. The kids are going to camp next week. We got no kids. Braden's a counselor. The other two are going to be at the camp. I'm thinking, man, it's a staycation. Go out, drink some beer, take my wife out for a drink, whatever. What I mean, whatever we want to do. Easy going. I am planning on redoing my garage, but that's just because we got they stuff leave this everywhere. Week, this next they week. leave Sunday. Okay. A big ass poplar tree fell in my backyard last night, all the way across my backyard. Well, guess what? My vacation is going to be spent vacation. cutting up. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm like, I can't freaking, I can't have shit, man. Man, leave it there. Nah, I can't do it. OCD. It. You wouldn't do it. You it's, wouldn't. You tell man, me right now I am that you would leave that tree laying in your backyard. You don't. don't uh-uh. I'm no, so no, laid back. Your little things This don't is not, I understand that. This is a big thing. It, this nah, is about, man. got a diameter of about 12 feet. Nah, you don't even, don't even, even worry <laughs> about that stuff. Lie, you would crazy. choke. I would be going crazy. Yeah. You wouldn't even answer the phone. You'd be like, Brad, can't do nothing. Got a tree. Got a well, tree. We, got six more feet. I got to cut. I don't ever, our camping trips, I don't ever commit to how long. Because right. if it turns into World War Three when we're setting up the camper, we might come back <laughs> next year. Or if it starts turning into a pissing contest by day two, yeah. we're dragging up. Yeah. So The neighbors got to figure out uh, how many days they got to check yeah, your mail. When the car, when the, when the, when the, Camper starts pulling back up. Okay, we're done getting the mail. If we set done. up, if we set up today and it's about going sideways, I ain't even unhooking the truck. <laughs> Just leave it. I'll get up first in the two days. I'll drive off while she's asleep in the back. <laughs> piss on. Her. So, oh, all right. All right. Well, good deal, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, uh, thank you. Let's go, man. Let's I'm ready it. to go. Let's do it. Hey, thanks for the sponsors again. Hospitality, Heat and Air, Ava Miller. I think we got Spike's gonna come back on. Uh, TJ Christenberg, he's gonna do some stuff for us. So. Oh, Hey, let's Calmer. go. Calmer? You going to try and talk to Calmer? Yeah, I guess. All right. I mean, we'll see. Here's the thing. Dust Off is my guy. All right. Dust Off is going to be my sponsor. I've already okay. talked to Josh. Josh is on board. All right. So Dust Off is going to be my official beer sponsor. That's perfect. Cool. People? Take care. Y'all enjoy it.